Hello and welcome to PW Kids Cast, the children's book podcast from Publishers Weekly. In each episode, we speak with authors and illustrators creating books for children and teens. I'm Emma Cantor, Associate Children's Book Editor at Publishers Weekly. Today I'm speaking with Wendy Mass and Rebecca Stead, the authors of Bob, a collaborative middle grade novel due out in May from Fywell and Friends at Macmillan Children's Publishing Group, which is sponsoring this podcast. Wendy Mass is the author of more than 20 books for young readers, including the best-selling Candy Makers series. Thank you for joining us, Wendy. Thank you so much for having me. And Rebecca Stead is the best-selling author of several middle-grade novels, including When You Reach Me, winner of the Newbery Medal. Thanks for speaking with me, Rebecca. It's great to be here. So Bob opens with 10-year-old Livy arriving at her grandmother's house in Australia after five years. Livy has a feeling that she's left something very important at Grand's house during her last visit, but she can't remember what it is. Her suspicion is confirmed when she opens her bedroom closet, where she finds Bob, a small, green, zombie-like creature dressed in a chicken suit. And I think I'll leave it at that. (laughs) So both of you are accomplished children's book writers, but... This book is special as it's your first collaboration together. I'm curious, Wendy, how did the two of you initially connect? And when did you decide to team up on a novel? We met each other about, oh, maybe a decade ago for the first time. It was at a, um, a writing conference and, or a writing retreat, actually. And we had um, each admired each other's previous works. And so it was this like lovely meeting of people who admired each other's work. And then also we really clicked as people, which was really nice. Um, we had a really similar energy, I guess. And, and we just kind of bonded and thought maybe one day we'll write a book together. And it took many, many years until we finally um, were able to make that happen. Now, Rebecca, you mentioned in a previous interview with PW that you wrote the first chapter of Bob. What was the initial spark that got the story rolling? Well, um, I actually was coming back from a trip to Australia, and I was on a long, long plane ride. And Wendy and I had been talking on and off for about a year already about ideas. And we kept kicking ideas around and we would sometimes talk on the phone for a while and we sort of had trouble settling. And so we decided that we would sort of wait until something struck one of us. Um, And so I was sitting on this plane with about 19 hours of time ahead of me. And I sort of had just like a little sort of like you know, vision in my head, definitely inspired from the place I had just been since I had just um, been visiting libraries in Melbourne and also outside of Melbourne in the country. And so I just sort of started playing with the character Livy and the the idea of a a 10-year-old revisiting a place where she hasn't been um, since she was five. And I didn't actually anticipate the zombie in the closet until I was in the middle of the scene and I was just sort of writing. I tend to write in a really unplanned way. So I was just writing the scene and the grandmother was there and the mom was there and the baby was there and Livy was sort of um, under pressure 
to remember things about her grandmother's house. And she can't remember anything because she's 10 and she hasn't been there in five years. And when I sent her upstairs, I just had sort of an impulse to add something that would be really fun and also maybe really challenging for Wendy. Um, So we like to say that I threw a zombie at her, which (laughs) I guess is what I did. Yes, you did. (laughs) So Wendy, once you got that zombie, how did the writing continue from there? Did you each trade off chapters? Yes. I mean, I was so excited to get that first chapter. And I remember the email, it said something like, this, it was like three words and something about, um, don't know if this is anything, have at it type of thing. And I just took it. And I was like, whatever this is going to be, it's going to be the right thing. And it just felt right. I loved the fact that it, Rebecca, you know, had written the girl's chapter, like the main character, and then introduced this other whole main character. So it was this perfect setup to alternate chapters throughout. So, you know, Rebecca was Olivia, um, or we call her Livy. And then I got to be Bob. And just writing from the point of view of this little green, not zombie was just hilarious. And just something I felt like I wanted to jump into with with both feet. And while the chapters alternate between Livy and Bob's perspectives, the narration feels very seamless. Was there a point where the distinction between who was writing what began to blur, Rebecca? Um, I think that we were, perhaps because there was often a lot of time between chapters, um, we should say that we were writing other books and raising kids and moving and moving again and moving again um, while we were writing this story. So I think we were sort of always pretty clear on, you know, Who's, who was next going to be moving the story along. But um, there were a lot of little changes in revision where I feel like we got to kind of color each other's chapters just a little bit. And even though I was writing from Livy's perspective and Wendy was writing from Bob's, it's really a book where mostly it's just these two characters. So in your chapter, you're writing both. You're only inside of the head of one character, but you're writing dialogue and action for the other character. Um, So, you know, there's a tiny little bit of, um, well, you know, sort of adjustment that I would say that went on during revision. Um, And we revised this story a few times together. So that was definitely a necessary part um, of the of the process. And one that I hope really made the story better and made the characters stronger. And I would I would add to that, that I think what Rebecca said about the fact that in each of our chapters, we were still writing the other character played a big part in its, in its feeling more seamless. Um, but for me, when we were doing the revision, I constantly had to check whose chapter we were in because I felt like I couldn't remember if I had written something or if Rebecca had written it. So I liked the fact that it felt so sort of just part of the story and that we were no longer thinking of like who owned this sentence or that sentence um, was a nice feeling. Yeah, absolutely. The book will also feature illustrations from Nicholas Gannon throughout. What was it like working with him? Did you have much involvement in the art? Well, we, uh, when we first met with our um, wonderful editors, they, you know, we went to talk about what kind of art we would have in the book and they showed us 
pictures from Nick and we just were floored by how beautiful his, um, his style is. And we loved the, the way he sort of turn different scenes on their head. Like he just had these great angles and light and, and, and we were thrilled when he, um, came on board and I'd had a few other projects over the years where there was illustrators involved. And I knew from those experiences that, you know, the, the editors keep the illustrators and the authors very far apart. And so we have never actually got to, um, got to speak with Nick. So, we're as excited as anybody to see what the pictures will look like, and I'm sure they'll be beautiful. Stories and storytelling play an important role in the novel, as Livy discovers her mother's cherished books from childhood. Rebecca, what were some of your favorite books when you were growing up? Were you a big reader? I was a big reader as a kid. Um, I really loved to read, and I loved all kinds of stories. Um, I loved science fiction and I loved contemporary stuff and I loved fairy tales. Um, I still have my Grimm's Juniper Tree collection that was illustrated by, by Maurice Sendak, which I treasure and, and actually looked at quite a bit uh, while we were writing this story because we were playing with a lot of ideas that I think were sort of from you know, sort of fairy tale like ideas. And um, I did a lot of reading, uh, rereading of those um, sometimes when I was looking for inspiration. And I love books like Half Magic, which actually has Edward Eager, which actually has a um, sort of cameo in Bob. And I don't remember when I first read the story, Sylvester and the Magic Pebble. But that is a book that I have just carried um with me since i since i first read it and it's also one that plays a small role in the story of bob and one thing that i thought about a lot while i was writing this story is the the power of love um and parent child love but also the pain of of separation a little bit um another book i loved a lot when i was a kid was the delaire's book of greek myths and I've heard a lot of writers over the years say that that one really inspired them particularly. And I don't really know what it is about that book. I mean, the illustrations are really powerful, um, but the writing is pretty straight. But I think it's just the, the drama of the stories. But the Persephone, the myth of Persephone, um, really affected me a lot as a kid. And that, too, plays a role here, I think. I don't want to say too much, but Bob is separated from his family. And in the end, you know, Libby's helping him to solve the puzzle of his own origin is sort of major piece of the story. And so I think the fairy tales sort of fit into that resolution. And Wendy, what were some of the books that resonated with you as a child? I um, was definitely one of those kids who read my way through my childhood and the Edward Eager books, you know, Half Magic and Magic by the Lake and all those as well were were big with me. Um, the Narnia Chronicles were my favorite. So I read between those two authors over and over again. Um, that was half my childhood. And then, of course, the Judy Bloom and Paula Danziger and other fellow Jersey girls were big influences on me. And I didn't so much bring, I mean, I was going to say I didn't really bring that 
into the writing of Bob necessarily, but of course the the books we read in our childhood we carry with us for the rest of our life and they they inform what we do even if we don't realize it. And I, I think about that when I'm writing as well, you know, the books that are going to wind up living in children's minds and maybe they'll carry them with them forever. And that's, you know, a huge responsibility. And when we were writing Bob, we spent a lot of time sort of talking about what kind of themes did we want to get across. And even if they were a little, you know, hidden and, and weren't entirely overt, I was hoping that the kids would come away with an understanding of some of the things we were trying to get out, whether it's the loss of power that you feel when you when you grow older, um, and then the themes that Rebecca was talking about just now about family and about separation and coming back together and and all of that. So I think that all kind of fed into it without us really even realizing it. I'm curious, what was it like digging into the Australian setting? You mentioned that you had been traveling there. Yeah, it was a pretty quick trip, I have to say. But um, when I went to this town outside Melbourne, I was there for a library festival. And um, we, we traveled a few hours outside of the city so that we could reach some kids who, you know, couldn't make it all the way into the city. So then they came, you know, with their classes, and there was a group of us talking, and it was just a very fun experience. And, you know, I had never been to Australia before. And I find that when I travel, it's sort of like getting um, a pair of like fresh eyes or a new brain or something where you're, you're just noticing a lot of small things. And so I um, just tried to sort of think about you know, the little observations I had about the feeling there, even though I was there for a very short time. And um, I also have a friend who uh, lived in the area. And she at one point sent me a bunch of pictures of a friend's farm. And um, so I would sort of look at those. And it just gave me a sense of like, what the yard looked like, what the farmhouse looked like, and just sort of a feeling of the scale of the place a little bit. I wouldn't say heavy research, uh, but it was actually really fun to kind of get out of my own head because a lot of the reason why I write about New York City is that I use a lot of memory um, in my writing typically, but this was just a completely different exercise. And it was actually kind of a, a lovely break from sort of feeding off of my own material of my own childhood and memories of childhood. And it was more invention and and storytelling a little bit more in the a little bit more in the fairy tale tradition than what I'm used to. So it was wonderful in that way. And Wendy, you've written a number of books in several series, including The Candy Makers and Twice Upon a Time. How does your approach differ when you're working on a series as opposed to a standalone novel like Bob? Well, it's, it's interesting. I mean, I have done, I think, four different series now, and only one of them was planned as a series when I started them. So I think people who more traditionally do series have a um, better way of really fleshing out that world in the first book so that they can draw from it more and, and extend it into many different stories and many different books. But I didn't have that. The only place I got that opportunity was with Space Taxi. And it's a, a series for younger kids, maybe, um, well, actually, no, definitely younger than Bob, but not by too much. So maybe first through 
fourth grade, third grade. And in that series, I knew it was going to be, you know, a number of books. So I did get to kind of put things in there that you know you can expand on later. Um, and I, I co-wrote that with my husband, Mike. So I had a little bit of experience before Bob of writing with somebody, even though we did it totally differently than, than Rebecca and I did. But with Bob, we knew that it was going to stand alone as its own book. And so because of that, we needed to make sure that we you know, tightened every thread. We didn't leave anything kind of loose. And so we kind of planned from the beginning that that if one of us had something that was open and the other person would try to bring it into their chapter a little bit, even if it was later on in the book. So that was one thing that we definitely did in revision where I could see, you know, oh, Rebecca made this little slight mention of something and I didn't pay enough attention to it at the time. And now I can see a way to incorporate it. Rebecca, in addition to your work as an author, you're also a literary agent at the book group. What was it that inspired you to take on that new role? Um, that really started because I actually thought about that for years and years before I um, actually began to work as an agent. And I think it really just came from a desire to be um, involved in more projects and to work with other writers, not in the way in which Wendy and I work together here, but just to support other writers and sort of be involved in the making of many more books um, because I'm a really slow writer. Um, it takes me years uh, to write a novel. And so, and, and I've learned that I, I really can't accelerate that process. It's just, it is what it is. It comes in little drips, um, which I sort of collect over a long period of time. So agenting was sort of a way to just do more and learn more about the process and also to be involved in, you know, the creation of books, which I would never and could never write because I just don't have the wherewithal. I mean, so I've now, you know, worked with writers who have written really fun kind of roller coaster, middle grade and quite edgy YA and beautiful, historical, funny YA. And I just love, you know, sort of the field and was looking for ways to be more involved in the making of books. So um, that work has really allowed me to do that. Wonderful. So to wrap things up, I'd love to hear what it was you most enjoyed about working together and maybe what some of the challenges were. Uh, Wendy, would you like to start? The way we approach writing our books in general is really different in terms of me liking to really plot things out and I'm a big outliner and Rebecca is much more organic. I think she can find a better word for it, I'm sure, but she has this great way of kind of letting the story take on its own life. And I have this way of needing to wrestle the story into place. So I would keep trying to plot, like I would get Rebecca's chapter back and then I would write my chapter and I would add all these plot notes like, oh, we can do this, 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 and this. And then she would send me her chapter back and it would usually have like none of those things in it and will have taken it in this great direction that I wouldn't have expected. So for me, getting to experience a different way of writing a book after I had done so many was a joy. And 
a real kind of eye-opening experience. And I think it will inform my own work going forward in terms of, you know, maybe being a little bit more playful with things and experimenting with, with the direction that a story might go that might've been different than the one I outlined a year before. And, and so I'm looking forward to kind of seeing how, how it stays with me. And what about for you, Rebecca, some of the joys and challenges? Um, you know, I actually, I feel like I experienced the other side of the coin a little bit, which is, I mean, I agree with everything Wendy said, we're so different in our, the way in our processes. Um, and I, I, I kind of, to be honest, like forced my process on Wendy a little bit with this, um, in part because I find it very, I really can't, um, plot. So I don't not plot because I think plotting is not a great way to write a book. I have found that, um, if I don't have material to work with, I can't even conceive of a plot. It's like, I'm looking at a wall. I have to generate um, a lot of material first. And then I kind of plot using that material, um, if that makes any sense. And so, you know, it, it really was a stretch for me even to try to move uh, a story one chapter at a time, because even that is not something that I typically do in my own writing. I will generate sort of a book length file, um, which is just full of scenes, which might not even be chronological. And then I start using those to kind of build a story. So, Wendy, I totally apologize for forcing my process on you. But to some extent, I also did learn <laughs> about just moving a story forward one chapter at a time, which is just not um, something that my brain does very comfortably. And I think that discomfort can be a really good thing, especially when you've written, I haven't written as many books as Wendy has, but you know, I've written these four other books. And I feel like you'd do kind of get very comfortable with your own process, whether that process is actually comfortable for you or not. You just get used to it and you think, this is how I work. And I think that a lot of the time I, I tell myself this story when I'm writing, which is that I, I wallow. You know, I really can feel very dysfunctional a lot of the time when I'm writing. And it does take me a long time and I've accepted that. But I feel like, um, for instance, just last week I was away trying to revise an, uh, a book that I wrote on my own. And there were moments where I actually thought to myself, just channel Wendy a little bit and just try to be sort of logical and functional and move from one thing to the next instead of kind of, you know, lying in the bed and thinking, I don't know, I don't know. So I feel like the experience has has been a, a wonderful one for me. And also it's just sort of nice to have a teammate, you know, I mean, in terms of publishing and even just talking to you right now, and we're going to get to go, um, on a book tour together. And I'm really excited about all that because sometimes the, the process, not just the writing, but the publishing process can, you know, it's a little bit lonely. Um, and so it's actually super fun to have someone who's just kind of, you know, your partner in, in, in the publication, um, of a book. And so I am, I'm excited about that piece also. Well, congratulations to both of you on the team effort. 
And thanks so much for letting us into the process. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having us. Once again, I've been speaking with Wendy Mass and Rebecca Stead, whose novel Bob is out in May from Fywell and Friends. Thank you for listening to PW KidsCast. Cast.